Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Skip the Snooze with Gathering Students. I'm Sadie, your host. And I'm Martin. And today is October 25th, which means today we are celebrating National Greasy Food Day and the sourest day on the obscure national calendar. So, apparently there is a sweetest day as well. So, I don't know why there's not like the National Day of Sour or... Yeah. It's just the sourest day. And I don't know why October 25th... The sourest day of the year? Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know how it got that way. I prefer the sweetest day. Uh, personally. It reminds me of um, like Sour Patch Kids when it's like first it's sour and then it's sweet. How do you feel about Sour Patch Kids? Um, they're really good. Obviously. Obviously. That, obviously. Do you think they taste different? Some people, it's like um, Skittles and M and M's. Some people don't think they taste different. I would say that's not true. Um. Well, personally, I always go for the green ones because I feel like the green ones are more sour. So you like like you like these sour yeah. sour patch kids. Yeah. They're I good. Said, I like getting right through the sour straight to the sweet. Nah, I like the sour. That's fine. And then it's also National Greasy Food Day. So I mean the question is Do you like Chinese buffets? Absolutely I do. Yeah. I don't know why that's the first thing I think about with greasy food. Like I was like chi- like fried chicken and all. No, the first thing that I think about is like cheeseburgers and like fries Mm -hmm. from like shake shack oh my god those are so good i was told once that grease makes food worse for you which is probably true it's yeah it makes it true better for your taste buds it definitely does um it also makes me happy so yeah greasy food is a day that i want to celebrate (laughs) all of the time Giveaway alert! With it being the week of Halloween, here's the deal. If you send us a picture of yourself in a Halloween costume, either your costume from this year or your best Halloween costume as a kid, you'll be entered into a contest to win a bag of your favorite candy. We'll drop it at your front door. It's that easy. Just shoot us an Instagram DM with your picture and you've entered. Can you do that giveaway alert one more time? That... Like that's that gets you that gets me hyped for a giveaway. Giveaway alert! Yeah, and I'm not even I'm not even getting candy. I'm just gonna dro- we're gonna drop it off. <laughs> but if that's the alert, I want to be a part of it. Well, with that, friends, this episode is already off the rails. It's a good sign. Welcome again to Skip the Snooze, a podcast here to help you connect your faith with your everyday lives and to fill the gap from Sunday to Sunday. We believe that faith is something that impacts all 168 hours of our weeks, and we want to be a place where you start your day off on the right foot. We'll be here every Monday to share a little bit of whimsy and wonder about what God is doing in our lives. Some weeks we'll have a Devo. Some weeks we'll have an interview. Some weeks we'll have just a conversation. But every week, we would love to start our weeks with you. And so, Sadie, last week we were we started talking about fears and things that scare us because, you know, Halloween, this is the season of, of fears yeah. and scary things. And I think the obvious question then is, how do you feel about scary movies? Um, I like them. I think they're cool. I like them. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, I probably <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. Um. This is heartbeat. Went up. I <laughs> I like the experience of watching scary movies more than the actual movie itself. Like I like oh. watching it with my friends and like we're all like scared and like it's just like an experience. It's a bonding experience. But I personally probably wouldn't watch it by myself. Have you ever been watching a scary movie and like jumped into a friend's arms when something happened? 
Um, I don't say like jumped like in kind cartoons, of. but like, no, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm, yeah. I'm now in your lap and I wasn't there 30 seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, that's what it does. Interesting. What's your favorite screen movie? Um, Cabin in the Woods. It's not appropriate at people, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never seen it, mostly because I don't like scary movies, and it's funny. Nothing. No, everyone says that it's it's funny. You know, no, you, you laugh it, at it. It is. No, it like makes not. fun of every scary movie ever. No, what it does is make me scared and sad in the corner and want to cry. That's what it does. <laughs> it just it follows every scary movie cliche, and it like makes fun of itself, but it's still like jump scary. You know. No. I, I don't know because that's a horrible <laughs> thing. So Sadie, we're we're talking about fears and kind of like what fear is and also like how we respond to it. But what is something that you used to be scared of that you are no longer scared of? So for instance, like mine is clowns. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, did not like clowns. And I'm not saying that clowns are like the first thing I run to in a circus anymore. I think it's still a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I hated clowns. And I don't really know how I overcame it. I think I just got older. Also, vegetables. I was really afraid of vegetables for a while, <laughs> and I've slowly overcome that. That seems accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess one thing I would say is roller coasters. I used to be terrified of roller coasters. Like my brother would literally drag me onto a roller coaster and like bri- like bribe me to mm. like go on a roller coaster with him. And I hated every single second of it. And now I love them. I think they're really fun. Roller coasters. That's That seems real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some things you just got, you have to do. And then once you realize you didn't die at the end of it, what else is there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The first time I got stuck on a roller coaster was an upside down, uh, like, hanging from your feet. Was I've never been stuck on one. It, that's a little bit disconcerting. <laughs> that's not that's not great. So we're talking about fears. And I have a friend, his name is Will, and he is he's a sports psychologist, which I think means that you do psychology for athletes. But he, he talks a lot with he's actually he was a guest on a podcast last year and he, he talks a lot about uh, the fear that goes into performing in sports and like the fear of failure, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of letting your team down and all the things that kind of like stop people from reaching their potential. And one of the ways he describes fear and like it's stuck with me for the last couple of years is that fear is, it's like a yellow light. And we come to something that scares us. Even if we didn't know it was going to scare us, it's like we are, are approaching a yellow light. And it's like a, hey, pause. And we kind of have two reactions to that. You can either see a yellow light and sprint through it as fast as you can to get through it before it gets red. Or you slow down and you stop and you do the red light thing. And and fear can be really healthy, right? Like, Sadie, I'm sure there are things that you have been like responsibly afraid of and like, should I do this? Right. What is going to happen if I do this? Mm -hmm. Is it a good idea to jump out of an airplane without a parachute? Right. Would probably be really cool. Probably Um, tell a great story or somebody else would tell a great story. Yeah. You probably wouldn't be able to. (laughs) Like, so, so sometimes fear is a, is a really good thing. Um, and that's where like yellow lights, like, yes, you need to, you need to stop. You need to go to red. But there are other times when yellow light means slow down and 
and keep going. And that I think is where like the challenge of being afraid, like dealing with our fears is, is when you get to something that intimidates you or scares you, do you just stop? Even if maybe the right answer is to keep going. So Sadie, a couple of weeks ago, I was asking you like, what does it feel like for you to feel alone or to like experience loneliness? So today, Mm -hmm. like for you, for something that like would make you afraid, what does fear feel like to you? Um, like physically, I mean, physically or emotionally, or just like, what is the experience like for you of feeling like you're walking into something and being afraid of how it's going to go? Um, well, I mean, like physically, like my heart rate goes up and yeah, that was the, uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just want to <laughs> make sure that the audience really gets the, the right. full experience. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So my heart rate, um, my stomach starts to hurt a lot and like maybe i'll start to like tear up but um like emotionally i don't know like it's it's not a great feeling um yeah i don't know so when i was in middle school especially high school this is just a true story i was the most the thing that made me the scaredest which is probably not a word uh was being around uh girls that i liked I was like a third grade boy in that way. And I just got really intimidated and I would like want to ask somebody out and then just not because I'd get really, really scared. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of, the reason I use that as my example is because I spent a lot of time regretting the things I didn't do because I got afraid. I didn't know what happened. I just stopped because I got scared. Yeah. And like you, like my stomach would just turn up in knots. My uh, my hands would get really sweaty. That's my like being afraid, like physical response. But I would just, I, go ahead. I, I kind of get that like that um, before performances and concerts. Yeah. And I think in my head, I I would imagine all the things that could go wrong. And like fear for me, it was like imagining all the things that might not happen or the things that would happen to be bad. And I couldn't imagine the things that would go right if I took a risk. So, I mean, I think for me in high school, it was a lot of like, what is the risk of telling somebody how you feel or putting yourself out there, risking rejection, which is a huge fear. And some I still fear desperately. And for me, that feeling of being afraid was, um, was, yeah, it was like imagining all the things that would probably go wrong and, a lot of it had to do with like self doubt and uh, self esteem stuff, but that was fear for me in high school. So you were talking about like performances. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadie, what does it look like for you? Or maybe there's like a specific, specific, specific it's a really hard word to say, <laughs> specific example of a time when you were really, really afraid, or maybe like the better word for this is like really, really nervous. Yeah. And when, you kind of had like that yellow light moment. I, I, mean, I could go do this or I run could away. just not. Yeah. I could run away. Yeah. Um, like before performances, if I have a solo or something like that and I'm really scared of messing up or like letting my friends down, like in the band or group or whatever I'm in. Um, yeah. Like my stomach gets really like it turns into knots. Like I have to, 
<laughs> this is kind of funny, but like I have to pee. Of course. So it's like my bladder is just like, no, can't mm-hmm. do it today. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Like my stomach is the, mo- is the biggest thing that, that really bothers me. When I ran cross country in high school, we got to like the starting line and I have never had to pee as much in my life as mm-hmm. like the seconds that you're waiting for them to shoot the gun off in the air mm-hmm. and start running. Mm-hmm. And then like the second you like take one step, you're like, oh yeah, don't have to pee anymore. I don't, I never understood that. I don't know yeah. why that's a fear response. It's, we actually learned about it in AP psychology. Do you, well, do you want to tell that? Do you well, tell us about that in like 30 I mean, seconds? I couldn't say it like accurately, but like it's your body's response to stress. Are you paying attention in class, Sadie? I am. I just haven't memorized the terms yet. Mm, mm-hmm. So, um, but we did talk about it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I guess I'm glad. Also, maybe I'm not glad. Uh, if you talked about it, but can't remember anything about it, is that better than not having talked about no, it? No, listen, <laughs> I know about it. I just can't tell you what it's called. Okay. But but there there's a reason. That yeah, there is a reason. That yeah. like the need to pee is a response to being nervous. It's like... Um, like evolutionary, like when humans were, um, you know, like caveman times. Mm-hmm. Isn't all cave, like, isn't everything kind of go back yes. to being a caveman? Yeah, exactly. It's like your body is like, you need to leave. Like, it's like a survival instinct. Yes. Get out of this place. Go pee. Go to the bathroom now mm-hmm. because if you stay here, yeah, something bad will happen. Yeah, exactly. Find a porta potty. Yeah. Do you think they had porta potties? In- no, that's probably not a caveman thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, they would smell way worse. Well, so this uh, this might sound like a cliche, um, but I mean, we talked a little bit about this last week, and we were reading this this section from Joshua, and like the fundamental thing we believe is that uh, fear is a super real thing, and it's kind of our response to it that is what matters more. I mean, being being courageous doesn't mean not having fears. Being courageous means standing in front of your fears and walking through them, seeing the yellow light and passing through. And what we fundamentally believe is that like, there's nothing that God isn't bigger than. There's nothing that you can be afraid of or nervous about or standing in your way that, that God isn't bigger than. So no matter if that is something silly or not so silly, but like spiders or snakes or rejection or a fear of dying, they're, is nothing that God isn't above. As we said last week, the most common commandment in the Bible isn't don't kill anyone, which feels really important, and you shouldn't do that. That's kind of a biggie. But Yeah, please don't. Yeah, don't do that. That would be bad. But that's, that's in bold, but the most common commandment or rule in the Bible is don't be afraid. And we said this last week, but I'm pretty sure it's because God knew we'd face things that would make us afraid. God knew there would be things that would make us want to not go ahead, not keep going. So when you face your fears, here's here's our advice for the week. Just say a really simple prayer. Something as simple as, God, help me get through this. Remind me that you're with me. Weekly Challenge. So every Monday, we're going to have a challenge for the week. Something to help you live out this thing we call following Jesus. And if you listened last week, you heard that the challenge was kind of a part one of two. Well, this week is part two. So last week, we challenged everyone to make a list of the things that scared them. The things, a list of the things that deep down 
gave you the stomach tied in knots and the sweaty palms and the need to pee. That would be a good name of a band, by the way. Need to pee. <laughs> yes, I would definitely name my band that. Yeah. So anyways, this week, your challenge is to do one of these things that scares you. This week, go out and face one of those fears. Maybe it's a person. Maybe it's an activity. Maybe it's someone you don't want to disappoint or something you've wanted to do for a while but have been afraid you couldn't. I don't know what's on your list, but I do know that God is bigger than any of the things you wrote down that you're afraid of. Okay, so we've got one quick announcement. Just one. Yes, just one. This Sunday is Halloween, which is obviously great, but instead of core groups, we'll be meeting at the zoo to have an amazing race St. Louis Zoo edition on Sunday. Come in your costumes or don't, but we'll be racing in teams all over the zoo. You'll have to take pictures, find answers to trivia, capture video of your team singing with polar bears, and so much more. It's totally free. Just meet at the pavilion behind Starbucks at the zoo at 2 to participate. And that's it for this episode of Skip the Snooze. We'll see you back next week. And just like your parents, we hope you have a great day at school today. And remember, don't forget to turn in your homework. <laughs>